Rise up your lighters Before you fully rise up We have to remove the virus Ain't seen nothing like this Juju J in life flesh Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Disruption Podcast. We are your hosts. Episode 110, I am Noor. T-Fellow Sergeant Building Baby. It's your girl, Moezy. It's the Prince. What's up? It's good. What's happening? Yo, we are in uh, crazy times. Um, Is it? It's been a we very cool week. Yeah, it's been crazy for a long time. Carl's ah, doing dances in the intro. What has happened? Yeah. I'm, I'm just happy bro, that we I'm finally... Bro, I'm just happy we made it to an intro, fam. Mao really tried to steal the show, fam. <laughs> this internet of mine is being an op. So. Uh, okay, I want to actually understand this, yeah? Mm. Why is internet so trash in certain areas in such a developed nation? Like, it is. That has spun me. Because, because it's like, it's the same country. Mm. <laughs> And it's all in, uh, like, we're all living in uh, well-civilized areas. Mm. I, I just don't know. Because, yeah, I'll, I'll FaceTime even cousins or some from Nigeria, yeah? Sometimes it's 1080p. Sometimes it's butt cheeks. So I'm like, what changed, bro? <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what happened, bro? This be? I think in my area, we, not, we recent, not recently, but got ABN not long ago. ABN, so we, yeah? That's crazy. Nice. NBN? ABN. ABN. Like, I, I didn't know the whole summer was applying for business. <laughs> Fun. Fun. They just came down the street and gave everyone a number. Yeah, honestly, yeah, ABN, yeah. bro. He's so they're always doing, like, upgrades and stuff. So I think that's why it's pretty bad. That is so dragged, though. It's like, because for the longest... You have the, you know how like you, it shows you the areas that have like weak connection or something. It's like, bro, why have y'all just not fixed this? Like, why is it been upgrades yeah. and upgrades? Like, what are we upgrading? Just make it good. Like, yeah. make it good you, and leave. The devil will say, oh, you can use 4G here, here, here. No, still working on it. Yeah. But things don't make sense as well. Cause it'll be like area A, area B, area C. Yeah. Mm. Area A and C, beautiful internet. Area B for some reason doesn't. Like, is, there's no actual make sense. Bro, we're still working it's, on it, man. We're it's still even the thing it. of like, <laughs> what are you guys upgrading? Just do whatever you did in the area that it's working and do that here. <laughs> like, what's going on? Reinvent the wheel, bro. Nice, no, man, man. They're, so they're, I, still, they're still working on 3G, bro. So we finally got Mao here. Wow. Shout out to all them, you know, the workers that are that do all those upgrades and stuff in our streets, do all the, you know, the, the important work. It's on me if some workers are working today. Oh, wait, 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 wait. what are you saying? Like, <laughs> we're gonna say no. I was saying, so you're telling me there were actually were workers working today? Apparently <laughs> so, bruv. What were you saying, Carlos? It's a shame yeah. that what? It's a shame that those workers you're talking about don't want to work anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm some. I'm gonna have to add some context to this. It's some scenes, man. Yeah, it's, a, it's some interesting Crazy. scenes that we're seeing. It's not, it's not too crazy. Like it's not hype. Like to be honest, social media makes it sound like it's crazy. It's not that crazy. Yet. Like it's not. Right. This is if you you, you talk about protests here, yeah, like there's some stuff that goes on in some countries, but mm-hmm. proportionally or what do you call it? Relatively speaking, for us, it's like oh, this is madness. Mm-hmm. Like what's on? Well, nothing's going down just yet. Yeah, but fam, nothing crazy. Still, like. The police presence at the end, like obviously we'll get into it from the start, but like at the end, the police presence and like them shooting canisters and all that kind of stuff. That's when you start going like, this is actually kind of mad that it's in our city. Mm. 
But all right, so contextually, do we want to go? Yeah, well, I, know, I know, I know, I uh, know. So, tradies start protesting their union today. So, when you're hearing this, um, tomorrow comes out tomorrow. Yesterday, tradies protested against their own union. Yeah, and so about the whole vaccine being mandated, they can't work on site if they don't have the vaccine, all that kind of stuff. And I think it's based on the roadmap or whatever that um, the chairman Dan said. Um, Chairman. meant to Chairman. take effect from friday or something like that yeah like you have to have a, at least a single dose to be on site yeah yeah and so these guys were like yo we don't want this to be mandated i think some of them are vaccinated but they're like we're just not with that yeah <clears throat> and so they go and they protest outside their own union because you want your own union to stand up for you because you pay to be part of any union right you want them so, to lobby for you Rob, if i'm giving you money you work for me technically right <laughs> And so they go to them. They're hoping these guys go and talk to the government. 8.30 in the morning. There's a photo. There's only like six or seven people, yeah? One of the guys at work, because I was in the office today, essential worker and that, uh, nurse, Come as on. you know. Amen. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Front lines. One of the guys like, hey, look at the, the photo. They're going to protest today. This is only six, seven. I was like, ah, that's cool. Yeah, why not? About four hours later, bro, there's like 600 something like that right oh. at least at least oh. four five hundred yeah oh. and it was peaceful it was peaceful as like the watching the live stream shout out to rukshan or whatever Bella rukshan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right wing ronaldo um, <laughs> but he uh yeah it's, it's like you're watching it and it's it's actually super peaceful then obviously stuff goes down they try to get their union leader to come out talk to them a little bit of a kerfuffle happens there um punch on whatnot that's fine nothing that big of a deal you know like it's just family you punch on between family that's i guess family. Yeah. like as long as no innocent people are getting involved that's why i don't mind any of this stuff happening yeah. yeah and so then he goes back inside oh it's actually mad funny so at one point he comes out and he's like you guys have made your point let's march to parliament and they're all like yeah let's march to parliament they all start walking. They notice he turned back inside the building. Yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> they all walk back and lead the way. Lead the way. And then he's like, he's not coming out, whatever. Yeah. And then they tell them, all right, a couple hours and and he'll come out. And you know, they're working some things out inside, all that. Bro, they gave him, I think they said like two hours. They gave him like four hours. Yeah. Four hours later, these guys said enough. Because this guy went on the radio in the meantime mm. and called them all criminals or whatever no, no, i said another extremist extremist well, that's extremists, the one extremist yeah so these guys said oh, let's push it to extremes then and so they started the throwing leader? leader yeah they, their own leader said that about them yeah um <laughs> so then they right just bottles flying at the building people breaking the windows whatever and i still think it's okay because i know it's like it's riding bringing property whatever but this is your own property they didn't touch anything else in the city mm-hmm. yeah so I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Do whatever you want. That's that's up to you. And then the police yeah. come in and bro, like this, it's, it's on two things. Because on one hand, it looks like this guy, like the union and the government are working against the tradies. On the other hand, it can be just innocent, like the police came to protect private property. Mm. Yeah, but you don't know which way to take it. And it's like, honestly, once the police step in, things escalate. Yeah. Like as we saw on Saturday, honestly, probably wouldn't have been that bad if cops didn't rock up to that protest the same way they did. Yeah. yeah. 
But then, yeah, once you kind of start watching canisters flying and rubber bullets, and the bullets are like this big, bro. Oh, they're sure. not like I thought they were this big, bro. bro I didn't realize like, they were big boys, bro. <laughs> bro Let me massive. Like honestly, half the half the size of this mouse. They were they were big Whoa. boy things, man. Yeah, yeah, they're like some of them are like I think they're like weighted bags or something. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what the heck? And they start shooting it onto because there's also traffic because the people are spilling into the road. And so it's like they start shooting it onto incoming traffic, oncoming traffic, all that kind of stuff. And so you're kind of watching that and you're like, this is a shame that this is our city, but it's bound to happen. And like, honestly, this is the best group of people in Melbourne to do this kind of protest. Because mm. everyday people, you and I, you're, you know, our parents, that kind of working class, like, like lay people, not tradie lay people, but just average people. Bro, we would cop the fines, we would cop the arrest, we would cop the whatever. No one's gonna arrest these guys. They're all six, seven, that's a six, seven. 300 oh, kilos <laughs> connected, right? You can say that pretty uh, high level. You can say connected, right? Mm-hmm. It's not worth all the effort of the police and what they're gonna do. And so it's like, all right. And plus, these guys have, if tra- uh, trading industry goes down, Right, it's the whole economy is over. Yeah, like it's actually built on them. So it's like we're done. I might as well flex your muscle on that mm-hmm. if wow. you want to drive things a certain way. But I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? <laughs> oh, it's, it's an interesting one, bro. I feel uh, like all you can do is feel for them because, like you said, it's gotten to a point where they're being forced. Like you can't come to work unless you're vaccinated. And even though some of these people, they are vaccinated, but it's like, at least leave us with a choice, you know? Don't make it like mandatory. What if someone just chooses not to because of, you know, personal reasons or whatever reason they have. At this point, everyone's got a reason, whether it's personal, whether it's medical, whatever it is. But it's like, why are you forcing people's hands, especially people who are essential? Like Mm. these are the essential guys who build everything that we're, our unis, our houses, you know, these parliament buildings, who the heck built them? You know, our tradies, like the roads. If we don't have any of them, fam, everything is going to go to Rex the next day. Yeah. It's crazy. Wait, what about... When I'm thinking about it, like, was it just construction workers? Or, like, what's going on with the healthcare industry? What's going on with hospitality and all that? Mm. Is there a reason why they went for construction workers first? Or yeah, I think because um, no, nah, there was um, uh, they've got the highest rates of uh, COVID non-compliance, regulation non-compliance, or something like that. Like uh, in terms of industries, uh, we'll do that. so I guess it's like a strong push towards like, yo. Y'all, you know what I mean? In terms of industry-wise, y'all aren't really actually um, complying with what we're trying to say here, which are like healthcare industry. They're already doing it automatically without even having been forced by the government, essentially. So yeah. um, for that, for an industry that is has so many people as well as such close proximity of work, all that kind of stuff, very, very laid back, that I guess that's why such a heavy mandate was put that's in terms of that, trying yeah. to push that in that kind of a sense. Yeah. But I don't know, man. What do I think? I think um, uh, it's just... I've got it to a point where exactly. I was just with, like, it's like, uh, bro, ultimately, I actually really don't care what anyone's reaction is or what anyone thinks, what they want to do in terms of their choice. All I know is what I'm going to do, and that's all I can hold myself towards here. Whatever mm-hmm. anyone else wants to do, I don't care. Because regardless, bro, the world's got to move. Like, everything is going to move. <laughs> oh, no, shut up. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate that post so much. We'll talk about it soon. But, but if you were to pick a side to stand with, which side would you more like to stand with? Like, bro, neither, bro. Like... I agree with no sides, bro. <laughs> like, I don't agree with yeah. um, mandatory, but I also don't agree with being so far against it and, like, causing problems and stuff and havoc and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, there's no side that, like, is doing anything that I personally agree with. Mm-hmm. It's one of those ones, like, my mom is saying, um, it's one of those situations where it's like a give to Caesar what Caesar's. That's what we're stuck in right now in this world, in this in this space of like, bro, mm-hmm. we have to do whatever we have to do in order for our own personal life to keep it pushing. And whatever decision that comes down for you, you do that thing there. But for everyone else, I literally cannot care at this point anymore. Like, 100%. Because I know I'm still outside, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm still outside, bro. Like, so at this point, this it's guy like... This cares about himself. Honest, like, no, nah, like, in terms of me, how my health is and the people around me, that's it, bro. Like, the guy said, I'm good. Whatever else is going on, like, bro. So, like, I mean, Lord just mentioned, I still love you, yeah. Bro, the polarization that I'm seeing on social media is amazing. And I'm just, I'm here for it, bro. Popcorn, everything. I've sent to the group <laughs> chat, I think, two instances where one story is literally like one story apart <laughs> let me let yeah, me give yeah, an yeah. example bro. <laughs> let me try to reel off an example real quick man literally what? one story apart yeah you have one someone's putting up um a post of the right saying it's okay to oppose lockdowns if you want but anyone at these protests um uh are d-heads i saw one like that yeah and then immediately the same post after that someone shared the same one saying strength in numbers <laughs> like, <laughs> unity right uh, i saw another one another oh one literally day. today um, talking about a nurse and saying how, um, you know, she's really, she's talking about the stress that the um, healthcare industry is facing, all that kind of stuff, da, 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 saying, yo, I, you know, if, if, if I could have joined in and bashed a megaphone over a, over a construction worker's head, I would have done it as well, da, da, da. Immediately the post after that, something odd is happening. Construction workers that built this country are being <laughs> held against their arms. <laughs> <laughs> the divide oh, is crazy. Heck? Wait, you know that, that nurse that said that, blah, 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 that's Batuta Advocate. Yeah, not, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying in terms of like that there's kind someone of, out um, there, yeah, there's someone out there like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Right. It's such a, it's a, such a like a tough one because again, there's really no right or wrong in a way as well. You know. Bro, right right now it's just a make do, bro. That's what yeah. it is. Right now, in terms of like making it mandatory, in order for people to like you know do work and we saw before in order for people to buy a home in order for people to go out and eat like in public places are you guys still going to say like it's not there's no right or wrong to that i'm uncomfortable with that to be honest like i'm getting pretty uncomfortable with like that level of and like i know there's vaccine mandates for things, public school all that kind of stuff like that's fine yeah but there is certain things where it's like and chances are it's like there's rules around like buying a house like because you know like left wing or right wing they take a uh, headline and they make it sound crazy yeah so it might not be like you can't buy a house not that it's probably like you can't do a visit to a house unless you're double vaccinated Mm. that it's like you know what i mean so it's probably not as extreme but buying buying land and all them things there this is online these days bro. like you're not yeah yeah, what's going on my internet's got to know that I, I ain't got Vax or something like, like, yeah, that, that yeah. clearly someone dragged or whatever that would have been, you know? Yeah. yeah, you're right. It's probably visits, et cetera. Yeah. I think yeah, when it comes to the forced ones in terms of like, 
um, recreational places, um, or, or more so, more so, let me say, like the restaurants and all those kind of things. That yeah. those are the ones where it's like you're adding sugar in terms of the force, yeah, because it's like there are environments where it can be patentable, patentable, sorry, and 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 managed, but then high density areas where, like, like for example, not gonna lie, the the workforce is like there's a lot of y'all here kind of thing, like, and this is this is work, this is stuff that is, is we we need a strong and and uh, we need a strong workforce kind of thing. Yeah. And if this if this virus is really going to be doing what it's what it's saying is doing, if Delta yeah. is really that crazy, we want yeah. to ensure that everyone who's coming in contact with each other constantly, constantly like this, like you guys are all right. So in that kind of space, uh, I'm not gonna lie, Loki, because of the the non-compliance and all that kind of stuff, I can potentially kind of see how it makes sense that like we yeah. want people to be vaccinated. But yeah. the ones where it's like adding sugar and of all these other little little things and and like like a, a park or whatever um in terms of the household and you can link with this many people or like it's just bro what that's too controlling too much calculation going yeah, in and yeah. just living life bro like yeah. what are you talking about 100 it's just yeah. it's just funny man i just like like you mentioned before i find it so funny that post talking about um what's what is what does they say bro? What's it's the, division within division because now they're going like, I should read it, read it, and then I'll send it. The, the one, yeah, the, uh, I still love you, whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. <laughs> bro, it's one of those swipe throughs, and you go through, and it's, I still love you if this, and I still love and, bro, That's a real thing, though, bro. Uh, bro, they took a page out of um these these church um posts. <laughs> I swear, they took a page out of, like, those inspirational Christian posts. Bro, you know that one that says, love your neighbor, your French neighbor, your Asian neighbor, your gay neighbor, your... Bro. <laughs> that's what they did this was the dumbest thing i ever saw i cracked up i've seen so many reshares though uh, i guess for some people they maybe resonate with it but i just found that hilarious bro. like it was it's like that's what i'm saying is division within division because now you're going like those people are going we're not like the other pro-vaxxers that are gonna hate you we are the pro-vaxxers that are gonna love you right bro. and so it's like here's my like it's like a family tree kind of mm, mm. Keep going. We we don't associate with those. Bro, my thing is, it's like, why does everyone think that they're saving the world right now? <laughs> like, right? I got this one girl I follow, yeah? And it's like, because I know her. And she posts like 10 stories a day about urging people to get the vaccine and why they're, yeah. if they don't. And the whole thing of like, the best vaccine is the one that's in your arm and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, shut up. I, just been, been, bro. I hope she's watching this I, uh, i'll send it to her how about that make a clip and i'll send it to her no nah, but like for real bro um yeah it's just it's just like why yeah it's the fact like that what everyone thinks that they're that bro like everyone thinks that they're just doing like their part or whatever bro you did nothing, right? Okay, these numbers are arbitrary. Like yeah. everything is such just shot for the stars. Yeah, they could have said fifty percent is the thing. We would have reached that, and we would have still had the same result. Whatever. Like everyone just needs to realize, bro. Just do what you need to do and live your life. This is this stuff is sounding like this stuff is sounding like um, like when someone becomes vegan and they let the whole world know. A little, but at the same time, it's Bruh. like it's, it's a slippery slope to say that because then it's like, what about when it comes to, I don't know, women's rights or civil rights? Equated, like, I, I, equated in terms of like, show me comparatively. What do you mean like that? Like, as in, for example, um, 
all the women start speaking out, or not just women, but sexual assault victims spoke out with the whole Me Too thing, yeah? Mm. And it's like, that's good, right? And it's like, I'll be honest, personally, I didn't ever post anything like encouraging people to speak up, but I would, you know what I mean? Like, I have no reservation to do that. But then it's like, is it kind of like a thing of like, well, you're not saving anyone by doing this? You know what I mean? And so I I think there's a difference because this one is talking about, aside from awareness, this is talking about like telling people to take action in their own personal life in terms of like what you're doing to your, because this whole, this vax thing, whatever, yeah, this is about you and your health decisions and, and like, it's, it's affecting you only kind of thing, right? That I'm willing to agree with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's the only pushback on that. Sorry, is the whole thing of like, yes, you're only affecting. You're the only the only threat you are is to yourself. But then it's like you can overwhelm the system, whatever that means, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but so, again, and then with that one, it's like, bro, why the heck has we've had time to uplift the system, bro? But there's active choices to not do so, and that it's is not my from thing. the people. It's not from the people. It's from the higher level. So everyone on this savior complex arguing with their friends on social media needs to realize yeah. that all of this could have been stopped by the people that make you know what I mean. Like, hey, no, no, I fully what? agree with that. Mm. End of the day, I, I literally don't blame civilians whatsoever. Sorry, go, Carlson. Ah, uh, no, I think there's definitely two ways to it. I think number one is that now that everyone has a platform, they just always want to say something. You know what I'm saying? Mm. No matter what the issue is, and we've seen that in the past with a lot of things. So it is not just one of those things where everyone wants to say something about it, regardless if it's going to change anything or not. You know what I mean? I've got a platform. I'm going to say what I think about it. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, it is also fair enough because you're subscribing to my platform too, right? Which means that I can actually post whatever it is that I want whatever, to post my yeah. story mm. and, you're, and you're following me, right? So it's like, who are you to tell me, all right, what you're saying is not going to add anything. Like, mm. You're following me, man. You can mm. just follow me, get what I'm saying. So yeah, I think the fact that everyone's got a platform, that's what's gonna make them just go crazy with it. Mm. Mm. That is true. So I, I've been saying, man, everyone, yeah, do what in the world you want to do, but be ready to face the repercussions. And on both sides, it can be don't get the vax and get Rona and see what what this disease is really about. It can be, it can be, yeah. um, it can. What do you, what do you, you know what I mean? Like everyone, just make the decision, but no, whatever comes is is on you fully right like yeah, i said yeah. like i said just before yeah if you don't get it bro if we're outside and this brain is really doing his brain thing and you know what i mean you you feel the effects of when you start seeing your chest is doing a bit of higgy hugger right, right. <laughs> you better you better own that get mm. the vax and 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 you know what i mean like just whatever side do whatever you feel but just and, face, and like, face it right yeah mm. no, I agree. and i think loki loki maybe more people posting on uh on social media Loki can make a difference because you guys are saying it's not going to make a difference. I think Loki can make a difference, right? Because if you think about it, if people are kind of scared to listen to what the politicians and what people in media have to say, they're more likely wanting to listen to what are people around them They're think about, about this. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, cool. It, it, it's Nora and Daniel, Ma, are they getting vaccinated? Yes, they are. Okay, cool. Um, and, and I kind of trust them right now. I might be a little bit funny about what the media is saying and Dr. Mm. Fauci coming out and saying, hey, you should get it. I'm like, yo, big man, you move mad, first of all. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think the people around you can obviously make a difference if you're in terms of if you're going to get it or not. Mm. <laughs> but my problem, yeah. My thing is like, I would love, I love if everyone is able to, on both sides, express why they did, why they made their own personal decision. 
But now when it starts yeah. getting to this savior mentality of I'm trying to say, no, 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 shut up, bro. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You're doing nothing. Yeah. Anything you want to say on these platforms, I'm saying that people should do it to express why they did their thing. Don't talk about anyone else kind of thing. You know what I mean? Just but talk about be, you. But to be honest, people like Daniel Andrews and stuff, he is going on the podium and saying, if you get the vaccine, okay. you're helping the rest of us, you know? So like had... What do you expect people, like if that's what they're hearing, if someone's telling them, go get the vaccine so you can help us all, so you can save us all, so that we can all, you know, come out of this, then that's what people's mentality is going to be. It's like, I'm going to get the vaccine because I'm being told that I'm going to be, uh, you know, adding to the percentage of people who are getting it. And right now we do have a target, you know, we have a target that we're trying to get to. So everyone who's getting vaccinated, they're adding to that number. So it's like, in their mind, in their mind we're doing something you know we're helping so i don't know it's, it's almost just... like yeah because almost like you don't contribute to that 70 percent of people you know what i mean like you're the reason why we're still in this lockdown yeah even though you know spreading you get upset well, this, but the goal the is cur- to get 70 percent of people vaccinated mm-hmm. you know what i, I mean? genuinely don't think any person in melbourne is the reason why we're still in this lockdown <laughs> like i genuinely think problem. it's our douchebag politicians bro like, I mean, the problem yeah. also is the fact that the lockdown isn't what is controlling this thing. It's the vaccination push. And obviously the lockdown obviously clearly forced people to, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a, it's, it's a weird way that people's brains have been like rewired. I think it's a fire has been put behind the horse or whatever, causing it to run in a certain direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now instead of realizing that that was like, that's what placed you did. I don't even describe it probably, man, but it's like something was put there to force you into this. Yeah, thing. and now the jockey thinks he made the horse run fast. You know what I'm saying? Like you're yeah, thinking yeah. that you're the one that's caught. It's just, it's a weird kind of, it's so interesting. Bro, yeah. sociologists and like anthropologists right now are probably, bro, going hard out with their thesis. Bro, bro trying to study is, these humans, bro. Oh, this is, yeah. Free source, free source right now. PhDs are going to be flying this year. 100%. But like, it's just such a weird, oh, it's just interesting, man. Yeah. No, but like when it comes to lockdown, bro, like I literally don't blame a single person. Like whether you've been in home the entire time or whether you've been out the entire time, I don't think it's a single person in Melbourne's fault right now. Because like these rules, these stuff, like they've kind of been proven to be nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying all lockdowns are bad. I'm just saying, bro, the way we're going about them, we're officially the longest in the world by the time this one ends. The one that killed me, though, like before, was about how people were like linking up and and making bars in the parks. And then that became what people used in terms of saying, this is why it's spreading. It's like, bro, I'm almost ready to say, I, I almost doubt that a single person that was outside even have the even have the runner. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's things are like given in order for you to now have a reason and something to point a finger to. Right. But, you know, like that's what I that's my yeah. only problem with everything. Like everyone is just being given something that they, on either side, vaccinated or whatever, like everyone is given something to point a finger to instead of just bro, look at you only and what you're doing. Leave everyone else out of your decisions and what's going on with you, bro. Like it's crazy, man. Like we've also lost the ability to put reality into things like, i fully agree with what you're saying where it's like they probably didn't even have the virus the people that were outside right now i think there's about mm. six thousand active cases in all of victoria mm. we are a state of six million people that means how many i mean not even like way less than a percent not i think 0.1 percent has the virus yeah. 
right? So it's like, there is a very, 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 very great chance anyone I meet up with right now is not carrying the virus. Mm. It's like, and yes, I know it spreads quickly. I'm willing to acknowledge that, all that kind of thing. But right, it is not that deep. That's what I was thinking when there was a story of the guys who had the engagement party and then one of them or two of them ended up having it. I was like, what if it's a lie? It's like, they can't put that narrative out there that people are gathering for a party. And then what if they say, oh, but no one had Rona there, then people are going to be gathering. So there had to be like someone in the group had Rona and now it's spreading. Oh, 100%. Oh, it's just crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, do, you do what you got to do, man. Yeah. It's just crazy because like it is moment at the end of like, damn, bro. Like the rest of the world really outside, man. Bro, outside, outside. Like they're just having fun. People aren't even thinking about it anymore. Just, do you want to go for brunch? Do you um, want to go to a club? Do you want to go to church? Do you want like all that stuff, bro? A couple of days ago, bro, yeah, you know I was thinking, you know, um you, oh you Carl, so you uh, I was gonna say yeah, I was like a couple of days ago, I was like, um, oh I wonder how many countries around the world like just haven't in the past week had anything in the news regarding mm. this. You know what I mean? Like, what, bro, what, 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 what a point to get to. Bro, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Just the way Australia's going, bro, they're going to try to drag it, bro. Even though we're outside. <laughs> we'll still try to drag it in some way. Today marks the double yeah. anniversary of lot. Shut up. I don't even want to hear bro. that. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> oh, because here as Australians, yeah. we're Australians, we don't have anything to talk about, bro. There's nothing exciting. That's true. The only... Oh, beautiful. What a story. <laughs> <laughs> The only country that started off as prisoners and then prisoned themselves after freak. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's mad, but I like yeah, every baby, week, bro. Everyone, everyone, keep looking after yourself and your people, bro. Yeah, mm. you had a nice post this week, Daniel, about your twenty years here. Oh, I love. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's actually crazy, man. Um, for me, it's never, it's not even deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for some reason, I felt like, yo, this is deep. Mm. So I got to see, what was it? September 18th, 2021. That was 20 years in this nation. You get? Yeah. Um, living back to Nigeria the whole time. Family came down. Um, what was it? My dad came first. And then we came in like a couple months after him or something like that. Um, yeah, bro. And I was on that day. I think I'd done everything I needed to do. Uni work, 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 whatever. And I just started watching vlogs of Nigeria. And I was like, bro, what the heck? Like, I actually need to go to this place. And I was telling my parents, yo, hey, as soon as our size open, what are you saying? Let's try to learn Nigeria. They're like, oh, yeah, no, no, okay, you're dragging it. I don't know where this enjoyment came from. Yeah, wait, what? What are you going to say? Actually, no, keep going, keep going. And then I'll... Ah, yeah. Like... yeah, they're like, all right, where did this come from? Because I've never had that full passion of like, let's go there. Bro, we've, we've been going everywhere but Nigeria. Yeah. And then like, oh, snap, today's actually the 20 years. I was like, yo, what the heck? Like, oh, snap. Okay, yeah, okay. This really needs to happen because, yeah, 20 whole ass years never gone back and I'm seeing it from a video and just watching vlogs. I'm like, this is actually crazy. Like, this is my place. I'm hearing the language and all that kind of stuff. Like, like this is this is energy to be around, man. Like, yeah, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was crazy, man. Yeah. I've been watching uh, season three of Sex Education and the, mm. the Nigerian kid on that, went back to Nigeria. Like mm. just did they show it? Yeah, like I, oh, I don't know if it's real CGI. It really could be CGI. Mm, but like they they showed him in Nigeria. Though. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. wasn't it? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting because like he's gay and so like his mom's like, yo, don't say this when you're there. It's unsafe for you. So I'm like, oh shoot, might be a similar experience to Daniel. But um 
I just wanted to say that joke. Um, no, no, but with like Nigerian stuff growing up, mm. and same with you guys for Sudan, like, did you guys have the desire at all to go, or were you very like, I don't ever want to go? I'm talking like I'm early teens, mid teens kind of thing. Mm, like, want to go away, go back. Mm. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, Carlos like, wants to go back anyways. Yeah. Uh, set, up, set up the school and all them things there. Mm. Bro, like, it's so weird. Huh? You said no? Juba, Juba City native, bro. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Now, for me, like, yeah, like when I was pretty sure, I was like, yeah, that's just pretty crazy. Um, and okay, I don't understand people that's not, that don't really want to care about where they're from, if that kind of makes sense. It's like, bro, like, this is where your parents are from, this is where your grandparents are from, this is where, like, they did life like that you want to know like your roots and that you know what i mean like even though you don't live there anymore it'd be kind of nice even though when you have kids you want to take them back to be like this is where i kind of grew up brother even though you didn't grow up over there obviously doesn't mean that this is your home home and then now you forget about that place you yeah. know what i mean but i guess like, everyone looks at it different but for me it's like man i want to know exactly where i'm from i want to know you know where my parents grew up i want to know everything you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying so i definitely have that desire of going back and obviously i still have memories of me growing up over there, like celebrating Christmas and so on. So I already know like what it's like in terms of the community aspect. So I'm like, nah, I need to go. Man. Yeah. Bro, 19 wasn't that long ago. Bro. Yeah, I was going to say something. Got here four years ago, so um, it's pretty fresh. Pretty fresh. I, got... I still have the memories. <laughs> Wait, when did, you... when did you? Uh, 05. 05. Nice. Bro, what do you mean? Put a, put a one in the middle of that, bro. 2015, trust. <laughs> Uh, what about you, uh, Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I'm trying to... um, was different. I, I came also 9 9 11 2001, so it's like a week before Daniel. Um, I've been back twice actually, and uh, so so beautiful. First time, obviously, I didn't have the desire because I was like, oh, you know, clearly my parents left there. Now, you, you thought you were gonna get left, <laughs> you thought yeah. you were gonna go there for a holiday. It's always Go a setup. Going, going yeah, to Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. It's been a setup, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you always see stories of people getting set up. So we were hoping it wasn't us. But yeah, first time we went, it was my whole family, siblings, mom, and everyone. And obviously, I we have I have no like recollection of anything at all. Pretty sure I left when I was like uh two, three, two, three. Wow. No, no, like Sudan, and then I went to um Egypt oh, and yeah. came here. So yeah, I left when I was like two, like a baby. I didn't know anyone. But going back. It was so beautiful, especially the second time around, because obviously the first time you go and you're kind of overwhelmed. And I was so overwhelmed because I was seeing people for the first time. Everyone's saying like our names. Well, like, I don't know you. Who are you? What's going on? And then it's also just the living conditions as well. Like when we went back, my family, they live in like actual huts. And I mean, that's another beautiful thing about it, because we actually got to experience that side of things, not just going living in a hotel type of situation, but we actually got to see the huts, you know, the streets, the market, the dogs just like roaming around and everything. So, yeah, no, it was honestly beautiful. And I I still want to go back for the third time and actually like experience and explore it fully, like properly, properly. So those dogs are the strongest dogs in the world. Yeah, legit. They eat anything. They just they don't die unless you kill them. Honestly, yeah. bro, I've been thinking about it. Yeah, mm. like when I look at the African community, like our age, I'm like, yo, I think I kind of feel sorry for us. Yeah, yeah. the reason why I say that is like, 
when I see other communities, people our age, they, they're always talking their language, if that, if that kind of makes sense. You know what I mean? Like when I see Afghans, Asians, so on, they're always having conversations with them by themselves, with themselves, uh, what do you call it? I mean, their language. And I'm like, we're legit the only ones in this age bracket that actually, even if even though we can, mm. right? Like I've been, I was hanging out with other students and we don't even talking uh, like in our language, we, we all can. You know what I'm saying? We talk uh, in our language at home, but then when we link up together, there's only three, uh, three four of us. Like, where is that aspect? And then this is how we're slowly beginning to lose that side of the culture as mm-hmm. well. And I'm like, why are we not doing that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? You no, know what I mean? No, I'm sorry. Wait, I thought it paused. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, no. For me, I just started thinking about it. I'm like, bro, we can't do these things. I just don't understand why. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, so it's like, do we not embrace our culture like other people do? Do we not care about that part? You know what I'm saying? And then you see that slowly over time, you're just going to start losing um, that side of culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to be as fluent as, as you were um, in speaking that language. Mm. That's true for speaking the language. But I think, at least from what I've seen, like with Sudanese people, honestly, I would say Sudanese community and Arabic community, like Middle Eastern Arabs. And um, yeah, I think those two communities, from what I've seen, like actually hold on to the other cultural aspects a lot more than... I would say my Asian friends. Like, so for example, like all the dancing and stuff, it's like, that's mm-hmm. actually very cultural. You know what I mean? And it's like, that gets carried on. Like, mm-hmm. at least from what I've seen. But um, but that's, but that's the easy part of it though. You know what I'm saying? Like the dancing. But and that's, that's a massive part of it. The culture, like the dancing, the food, all that kind of stuff. Like it's actually a pretty massive part of it. Because mm-hmm. the language is like, the reality is like, at the end of the day, like how much can you blame us right for not speaking in a language that we don't use daily like outside of the home yeah mm. i mean and if you actually like, think about it if you look at the majority of people that you hang out with right so example for myself i can say that majority of the people let's say africans and let's say 35 percent of them are, are Sudanese, yeah. right i'm not even exercising that the, the language when, when i'm with them if but that's still the minority sense. of your experiences there. That's what I'm saying. Because like at work, uni, whatever, you're not yeah. with students. Yeah. yeah. But, the, but the thing is, but, but the point is that when you are with those people, you don't even exercise that. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I personally think it would be drag if I'm starting hanging out with Nigerians and I'm speaking Yoruba. <laughs> like, yeah, I think so too. I think it's, it's beautiful for like, yo, we're cracking the joke and like the Yoruba word or the Arabic word is the perfect word to say here. I'm not going to say the English one because that already happens. Like, I've seen that, yeah. Like in my age, like when I'm with Arabs and all that kind of stuff, yeah. And so I feel like that kind of is it. Like I can't imagine just straight up with people where it's like all of us were more comfortable speaking in English, even though we all speak good Arabic or whatever. And then suddenly just like, hey, marhaba. Like, what do you want, bro? That's pretty cool. We see everyone else do it. So why is it weird that if we do it, you know what I'm saying? But the thing is, a lot of those other cultures, though, in the other settings, they are also still with their people, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a certain, there's a, there's almost a, this might, might be a very wrong statement to say, but there's a very great level of integration that I see um, in terms of the settings that you see African people in or like, like, because the workplace is not a workplace that they own, right? Yeah. A lot of people that have, you know, that are from Asian um, backgrounds, a lot of the <laughs> workplaces that yeah, these people are also, right. they own as well. You know what I'm saying? That's like, a massive after, thing. Like a lot of these, yeah, a lot of these businesses and stuff, like they are, so, they're still surrounded in those spheres of their life. 
with yeah. people like them too. Bruv, I'm literally the only African in my workplace. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. right now. You know what I'm no, saying? That's, like that's very, very true. Like, cause and, and I always say this, like the Asians and and full props to them. Yeah. Like I don't want to sound like I'm envious or anything, like full props. They have integrated so well in community that they mm-hmm. matter politically, they matter in terms of culture. Like there is nobody you know that hasn't tried almost every Asian cuisine at this point in Melbourne, you know, because they've done it right. And so my Asian friends, they can work for Asians. They can, they are like self-sufficient as a race in Melbourne, you know? So it's like, whereas right now, if I don't know, like let's say one of my Iraqi friends is studying to be a lawyer, I wouldn't know an Iraqi lawyer to bring them to, but I can, but my Asian friends can find an Asian lawyer. They can it's also a thing of like, yeah, like even if, if I wanted to go, like you have places still here where you will go to that suburb and you will find people like you majority, like the shops that, that, that are owned there, all that, like all that kind of stuff. Like I can't go to any suburb at all in, in Victoria where it's like I'm there and every shop I'm in, I can start speaking Yoruba to some people. Like I can, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's a certain element of like, I've been, people have been able to retain they can come here and not know a drop of English, but have successful, like successful, like their days just kept going on because yeah, people are coming in speaking their language still to them. It's like, like there's none like that for me on a on a Yoruba but, sense, you know. But if you're gonna go from the point of view of, you know, you can't use it really out there because you're doing African at work and so on and so on. Mm. I would even disagree with that statement because those are the same people don't even speak that language at home when everyone at home can't even speak that language. You know what I'm saying? What so let's mean? just say that. So let's just say that. Let's say I'm obviously all my parents are here. We all live together. I live with my siblings. Yeah. Let's say we could all speak Arabic, but then I choose to speak English with my siblings, right? Or when my mom is um, asking me questions or having conversation, I'm replying to her mostly in English. When I have the ability to also have that uh, conversation in Arabic, you get what I'm saying? Because I've been to a lot of households, yeah, and I'll see that obviously they they all can speak Arabic, but I see the siblings having conversations in English not once. Have I heard them talk Arabic? You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. even when this guy's replying, he's replying in English, where it's like, if you're not going to use it out there, that's fine. But at least use that at home. You know what I'm saying? Because at least that way, you're, you're exercising that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I get it in terms of the benefits, like that you are valuing your community and stuff. But at the end of the day, man, it's like your life, it kind of goes back to that thing. Your life is about you. You know, it is about other people. It's about serving other people, all that kind of stuff, yeah, and finding hope for that. But, like, like you're not going to make your life uncomfortable just to, you know, like, for example, me and my sister, when we talk, it's almost always in English, mm-hmm. right? Because there isn't really a reason to speak Arabic. We're both more comfortable speaking English. It's going to be much quicker if we're speaking English. It's going to make more sense, all that kind of thing. Me and my mom, on. 50% of the time with my dad, it's Arabic. Yeah, that's cool. But it's like, I don't know, like, why would you just add hurdles just for the sake of holding on to culture? You know what I mean? Like, what do you, what do you mean by hurdles? Hey, why would you look at it, at, at it as hurdles? Because it's, it's not natural. Like, for you to suddenly just, like, have your entire conversation with your friends when you link up in Arabic, it's going to take you seven hours to, to ask them... You know, just the same stuff that would take you five hours conversation on a, in, in English. Yeah, but but the reason why is because you have not been exercising that language in order for you 
to explain it in five hours, but then now it's taking you seven hours because now you're like, okay, how do I say this word? Okay, now I how to say this, right? But then imagine if you at least to have the, you're fluent in it and you're speaking that language at home and so on, so on, mm. yeah? Because again, if you guys are saying, oh, you can't speak it outside because of this, okay, I can agree with that. But I'm saying, even if you can't even do it at home, yeah, then it's like, you are ready to let go part of that, you know what I'm saying? And if you are, then obviously that's fair enough as well. But also now it just depends. If you're the type of person that wants to go back home and, and you know, you want to have a conversation with, with your aunties, with your grandparents yeah. and so on, then it's like, it, it doesn't make sense that you can't even keep that part of culture, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I guess it really comes down to what, what's important to you, you know what I mean? And the reason why I'm saying all this is because obviously going back home, having conversations with my cousins over there and what they've been doing and actually understanding and actually I want to be able to express, you know, what I've been going through. I wouldn't be able to do that if I'm just trying to explain it in English. Mm. Yeah, no, you know, I, 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 fully, I fully hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. English is English has done its thing, bro. In in every country, bro. <laughs> yeah, but when I when I went when I went back, they because obviously my I had to dust some cobwebs off, you know, my Arabic and whatnot, but. I was able to like integrate some English and they still understood me. Like they made fun of me, obviously. Cause they're like, oh, look at you. You can't even speak your, you know, you can't speak Arabic and whatever, whatever. You become a white girl. That's what they kept, you know, saying to all of us. Cause yeah, we're all just, we're struggling. Cause they're, their Arabic is a different level of Arabic. Like even if I, even though I speak Arabic here at home with my mom, when you go over there, it's a different kind of level. Like there's no, you won't be able to like speak properly, properly, you know, unless it's something that you do every single day. So yeah, what you said, Daniel, Arabic, it's, you go, I'm sorry, English, you go there and they're still able to understand, even though it's not like a hundred percent, you can still like try and navigate these conversations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, you can always throw words here and there, but you know, but in terms of talking about trying to explain your the last twenty years of your life and what you've been yeah, through and so yeah, on, yeah. You, that, 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 that's what I'm saying. You know, maybe, maybe the younger ones, maybe your cousins are able to pick up on those, but because I'm FaceTiming like my my aunties and so on, when I throw in certain stuff, they're like, huh? And then I was like, okay, now I gotta, I have to say that in Arabic. You know, no, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, if, if but yeah, wanna... like I said, it just it comes yeah. down to what's really what's your goal really if your goal is to yeah. go back and just explore okay if, if it's a good idea to really sit down with your with your family then have conversation and, and say tell me what's been happening you know you're alive and healthy that's all i need no, cause, like all right, let, let me see what go on in victoria island what's good in, in you know what i mean let me go see these places yeah. bro. No, 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 yeah. bro. like honestly and and you actually know you've got family around like i'm saying this as somebody who's Oh, never had extended family around, bro. The week of my sister's wedding, when my relatives came down and stuff, mm. like, because I've always been like, oh, I don't, I don't need that. Like, because I don't, right? Because I've always managed without it. Bro, even spending time mm. with just one of my cousins who could make it, like, there's just suddenly this, like, bond kind of thing where you're like, mm. bro, this is so much fun. Like, I didn't expect it to be fun at all. Oh, Lucky, I was kind of dreading it because I was like, we're all adults now and like you know like it's a lot of interaction but then like hanging out with my uncle hanging out with like his wife or whatever it's like this is actually very nice like I, even if you were to go to nigeria right you don't want to go see them and then do the touristy stuff by yourself now you want them to take you yeah. touristy stuff now this, this is why uh, let me let me i've probably explained my family situation as well which is why i've never really had the inclination to go because majority of my family, pretty much everyone is not even in Nigeria currently. It's mm -hmm. more so my mom's side and all the cousins there are also even younger than me anyway. All my older cousins and stuff are literally around the world. 
So it's like when I'm there, I can't even go there and try to explore with fam. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, because you, yeah, you know what I mean? Like if I'm there, I'd have to well, like I'm, I'm even just talking to my dad, like I'm finding out like one of my uncles is is one of the guys in, in a certain in a certain spot. I was like, oh snap. Like, all right, okay. So then that's the type of person like I would then go to and like, all right, you take me on. Because it's not a place also that you just walk around all tourists to. You need a you need a you need a guide, bro. <laughs> you need someone that's with you. The stuff. You need someone. Yeah. You get me. Yeah. You know. So it was like my dad's like, oh yeah, one of your uncles. He pretty much he runs this spot here. I was like, oh bet, all right, okay. This is the type of people that I would go to mm-hmm. and like, you know, what I mean, navigate and move around. It's like, yeah, but that now, now definitely, yeah. Would you want to experience it with friends? Like, so you take friends with you there. Okay. That's that's what I was actually thinking I'd rather also do instead. I wouldn't be going with my fam to try to do this stuff. Like, because I want to do bad boy things. Like, when I'm there. Like, I'm trying to, like I said, I want to, you want to do stuff on the rentals because you know you're not coming back to this country. Like, you want to mess up everything. You know? (laughs) Like, when you're there. So, it's not a fam trip. This is a, we're going on quad bikes and we're riding through the streets, bro. You know what I mean? Like, in, I'm really, really feeling this. Like, you want to yeah, be able yeah, to yeah. be outside at night when the, the bad boys out there too. Yeah, yeah. But obviously Sitting on, got, on the white plastic chairs and the dust. You get, you know? Yeah. And there's it's literally boring. no electricity, bro. There's no light. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But you know so, so that's your first trip to Nigeria. So yeah, that's what you got my, in mind. Oh, like, first one would definitely have to be family because I have to plug in. Like, if I'm oh, there, okay. I have to actually meet up with family for sure. Yeah, but that like, sounds like wait, what? that's not going to be the ex- that's not going to be how I properly experience what Niger is. Because also, my family that's there, no, nah, not all of them, but some of them are quite well off too. So even if I am with them, I'm not even experiencing Niger properly because the house is three times bigger than our house right here. Yeah, so yeah. like, y'all are living good there. Uh, this is this I mean, also still. This isn't Nige either, you know what I mean? Like you're yeah, in the yeah. you're in the Hollywood Hills of this area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to smell something it. a little funky when I walk to my yeah. room or something. Yeah. You know, what I'm, you know, what I'm saying, bro, I want to beef with the cockroaches before I go to bed. Like I'm trying <laughs> to scrap, I'm trying to yeah, scrap. I'm trying to beef with the cockroach. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. If you want, okay, go, go, go. Have... no, no, I said you never answered. If you want to go back, uh, what was Carlson say? Oh, and I was just gonna say that's why it just depends on your on your situation. Like for Danny situations, like most of his family all around the world. So yeah. that that aspect of learning the language and so on so on might not be you know relevant to him. But whereas like maybe someone more like Mao away, all your family's there and so on, that might be a little bit different. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You might want to go over there and say, Hey yo, this is my man's and that. You know what I mean? Damn. Sure. It yeah. happens, bro. And I've seen it. It's a beautiful thing. You know, one of my friends took his wife to Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he yeah, introduced his wife to his family and everything. That was beautiful. Yeah. Now, when we get there, we rock up. Uh, wait, how do you say dad in Arabic again? Is it a book? A book? Yeah, that's your dad, Dad. <laughs> is, that, is that how you say that? You say, like, your dad is a book. Yeah, your dad is a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what Ma was going to say when I when, when we rock up, bro. She'll say, this is my book. What? <laughs> That's his way. She'll say, this is my book, bro. What hey, Carlos, you know what? You might be right. We need to bring back this Arabic because the, <laughs> these guys are going to get themselves in trouble. <laughs> yeah, you get. Oh, my gosh. Now, like, Papi Chief, to come take on Juba City. Let's go. That'll be interesting right. to see how, like, if we do go back, how they react to... I hope they're racist. A Nigerian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope they're racist. You want me to go through it, yeah? Yeah, you're so light skin. 
You know, when I went back, they actually tried to set me up to get married. I was yeah, like seven. And I was like, what the heck are you guys doing? This is so weird. Bro, when my parents moved out of Iraq, so 94, then my sister was three months old. <laughs> and then neighbors were like Jordanian Jordanians, because a lot of Jordanians are actually Palestinian by like origin mm-hmm. nowadays. But like yeah. the actual Jordanians, they're still pretty like um what's the word? It's it's called Bedouin, like that's the English word even for it. But like so uh indigenous yeah mm. um they're like still very culture is like that style and so the neighbors they tried to like marry off their like my, they were asking if like my parents would be willing to marry off my sister <laughs> to their baby boy as well from that age Let's go. my parents are just like no <laughs> oh man yeah. But yeah i guess for me mm. i never wanted to because my parents I think like their experience was beautiful they love it whatever like the memories but mm. they escaped it mm. you know what i mean and so for them they always painted it in like um uh, it's not worth it kind of light you know and so i kind of had that mentality growing up even though we went twice we went um 2001 we went 2010 as well yeah both times just really to see family mm. but like <clears throat> only maybe the last three years two years I've realized like, bro, I want to see this country to, in a touristy way, but also in like a go out at night and Explore. like restaurants and like events or whatever is happening. Yeah, because I speak really good Arabic and like I get the culture, blah, blah, blah. I still probably make a fool of myself. I went mm-hmm. there, but it's like in the last two years, like, bro, I realized like how important this country is to like the earth's civilization. Mm-hmm. and it's like yeah i'm like bro this is kind of too much to miss out on but whenever like i, I said it to my dad recently like, do you want to go like me and you one day or whatever and his thing is just like it's just not safe which sucks because it's like it actually isn't like, mm-hmm. like you'd go there and you'd be on edge of everything right you'd hear one thunderstorm you think is a bomb yeah, yeah no it's mad i think yeah what you kind of said is kind of similar well, you say it's quite similar to, I guess, the realization I kind of came to as well. I was like, bro, this is a culture that I see is getting consumed in so many different ways. Like, mm-hmm. um, I'm seeing people start to take on certain, like, nuances and sayings that it's like, this is, like, like this is Nigeria. I'm seeing people pop off on social media, things going wrong. I'm like, bro, this is, like, my people. This is my country. I like, the music that, that everyone's, like, vibing to. And I'm like, bro, I need to properly get this now. Like, yeah, bro, yeah. let me let me big up my chest and like let me Loki tap into is this. Taking over a bit, like bro, bro it's massive. Yeah. Did you see like, this week? This over. kid was the biggest artist in the world this week. Yeah, it was Shazam. More than weekend, more than Ed Sheeran, more than bro. Justin Bieber. Bro, and I'm like, I need to tap into this, bro, because I need to start walking different in this strategy. <laughs> I need to start slapping people, bro. Put some respect. Yeah, you yeah get. I don't know what's good, bro. <laughs> lighthearted convo yeah what are you saying you're gonna be turned into an inanimate object yeah sorry like there's no choice but it's gonna happen but you can choose <laughs> what object you're gonna be what are you gonna choose to be okay i got a question so obviously okay because i wanted to say a clock yeah because okay. a clock is like in every important room, but 
am I like going to be a fly on a wall when I'm a clock? Like, will I be able to know what's going on? Or am I just a clock? Yeah, good point. Just telling you. Oh, yeah, wait. No, no. So you're an inert. Oh, true. That's a night. Nice yeah, are, uh, are you an inanimate object that is aware of its consciousness? Yeah. Or just, sure. just yeah, yeah, yeah. that's nicer, actually. Yeah. Okay. To add a bit of sauce to it. Yeah. Okay. If so, a clock. Yeah, definitely. I think I want to do clock because I can see everything. I'm hung in like an important spot. I'm in offices. I'm in houses. Damn, that's a good one. I can hear everything, see everything. So I think, yeah. I was going to say phone, but nah. I'll go with a clock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a tough one. Wait, why not a phone? Phone wouldn't be bad still. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Because you get cracked. Yeah, you get cracked and just in a pocket half the day. Yeah. No one would suspect like a clock is dodgy or shifty or anything, but a phone <laughs> can be. Like it can be used to record. So people might turn it off if there's an important thing. Whereas a clock, it's just there, you know, to tell people, people take using you to take their nudes. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, but then yeah. at a clock you can see like it happening. <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> oh, this is tough, bro. I was about to say mirror, but I ain't trying to get cracked, bro. Mm. Nah, trust you. You won't get cracked. Because uh, I, I thought mirror. I was like, ooh, it'll be interesting. Like a, I was about to say public toilet mirror, but you might see some madnesses. But like, <laughs> just a mirror that gets to just. <laughs> Slats, <laughs> because yeah, you want. I would. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be. It would be kind of nice. Yeah, I thought that too. Because a, a high traffic environment where it's like just to see what you can see. Someone going what through people? it one day. Someone fix like okay, where are you off to today? Kind of, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that would be very or, interesting. Or just how they view themselves. Talk to the mirror. Yeah, yeah, the stuff that you hear people talking to mirrors about. Like that would be very very interesting. But then I was like, damn, I trying to get cracked, bro. Nah, like mm. Sturdy mirror, ain't it? Strong one. Yeah, like that. Oh. Mm. If you cracked a mirror, where did you get get cracked? <laughs> uh, I, was, sure I, was, I was also I was gonna say after that, like a some kind of monument. Mm. Okay. Like, oh, like, okay. Like some kind, like either a statue or yeah, I right, done. Yeah, I would like I would like to be like. A statue in a high populated area kind of thing you know what i'm saying yeah like one of them ones that's in like the middle of the square yeah. with the tiny well, little you're gonna the same thing every day <laughs> you know no but with like just, you know obviously i don't want that but i'm saying like those ones that are there them, them king david ones <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of yeah. them statues there or in a museum in a museum instead yeah. as well in the museum you know yeah yeah that'll be pretty dope that'll be dope mm. yeah not being able to move Right. Man, I would be like in public and you don't get to say anything interesting, what? Or what are you saying? Yeah. Because you're going to be like, oh, wow, look at this. And that's it. I'll be a chair at a salon. What the heck, bro? Barbershop talk? <laughs> 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 I said salon, not barbershop. <laughs> Just to oh, make so it clear. That's why he specified. Oh, no. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Being um a <laughs> guitar, uh, I hate to speak. Guitar. A guitar for like a famous musician or a piano kind of thing. Like yes, people that go on tour, kind of. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going around cool. with the mirror. I was there gonna I say, I would be in a... my head. I'm like, 
I'm the one that's doing it. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm playing yeah, it. Yeah. I would be like a Jay Z chain or something that he's wearing on stage all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that would be sick. Just yeah, out here bouncing around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until you get snatched by a cracker that got a ticket. Damn. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, look at that can happen, bro. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, now nah, being an instrument for, for, um, in uh, someone in a band, yeah, that'd be nice. Do yeah, that's too. interesting. All of that. What do you Writing think songs? Thinking. No, go, go, go. Uh, Yeah, definitely garbage, garbage bin, bro. What the heck? I don't think that's worse. Garbage bin is horrible, bro. What the heck? Yeah. Obviously, you won't have a nose, <laughs> but like, <laughs> like you just post it up, just everybody. Oh, get... some, some kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, like. A toilet. Right, and the, the most the most exciting thing that happens to you is once a week when you get picked up. Wee! <laughs> no, the most depressing thing is every once once in a while you see some dad telling his son, just jump on it to make it go down. <laughs> yeah, there's a kid jumping inside you. You're like, ah no, come on. Yeah. Right, in, 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 imagine imagine being an inanimate object, yeah, and you are what you are, in your head you're like, damn, I really could have done something in my life. No, you couldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going anywhere. <laughs> Someone said one real quick. I heard someone mention one. Toilet, yeah. What the? Nah, I'm dead. It's a bit nasty. It's very nasty. Yeah, nah. Toilet is the bad cousin of the salon chair, bro. You know what would be a depressing one? Being a gun. Oh. Damn, why you have to take it? What's wrong with this guy, man? Went left real quick. Why'd you have to take it there, bro? Like, all sad and that. Why a gun? Damn, I'm going to shoot someone else again. Yeah, because it's yeah. like like you're just watching people die like, and then you get chucked yeah. in the bushes and then somebody else comes, picks you up and then you're locked up in the safe somewhere in the police station. <laughs> A knife Wait. is bad as well. A knife is actually... Yeah. Uh, interesting one would be like handcuffs. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to see good. Like, who got locked up today? Wow. Yeah, no, no, no definitely not. He's definitely not thinking of prison, bro. <laughs> bro, you know what's interesting, <laughs> bro? No, you really you mentioned something real brief. Why the heck is evidence locked up for a hot minute in police yeah. stations? I don't know. Like, like even case closed, do they still they keep evidence after that? Wait, but does a gun go back into circulation after it's confiscated as a thing? Like, all right, we closed this case. We know Daniel murdered Mawa. All right, cool. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he used this gun. Like, after that, what happens to the gun? Do they just destroy it? Or does it go back into circulation? I don't know, bro. No idea. I'm even, I'm, I'm even thinking, like, that one slipper that they found at the crime scene. Like, mm. did, they, did they burn that slipper from, like, 1967 or what? Like, or is it still in, in, in the evidence? What I'm interested think? to yeah, I'm interested to know how all that evidence stuff works yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. How long to keep it away for and why and so on. Mm. Bro, it's crazy how there's a job for everything. Like there's someone who their job profession is evidence locker room concierge. Yeah. yeah. And it's they funny. look after. <laughs> Bro, they you, look like, after. You have to really be whatever you want to be in life. Like Honest. anything. But if you <laughs> want to be a bin man that sings, I'm sure you can work it out, bro. <laughs> You said work it out somehow, bro. Bro, does that ever cross your mind? Like, when it's a certain position, you're like, how do you even get there? 
like you know you know what I mean Wait, like again like the evidence one is an example where it's like I, I, I don't know where to start yeah, yeah. like what's the path like because that's my like? work yeah because obviously I work we have different departments and so on so on I was going up this department talking to the manager and I was thinking about, I was like bro how did how do you even get to that position like what is this role how do you get there what is the pathway you know what I mean? I yeah, it's just yeah, crazy. It's true. No, because I think advertise mm. anyway. That's another thing as well. This is the thing. A lot of these roles also, yeah, like the concierge, right? The uh, it's probably not even called that, but the evidence room concierge, yeah, that role got created because, oh damn, we've had a lot of murders this this month, brother. And like, bro, all this evidence is disorganized, bro. I bet <laughs> which one of y'all can can figure this which, out? Which one of y'all try to do that? <laughs> Me. Bro, every role just comes out of necessity, bro. And that's how you st- keep having more and more roles and stuff like that. Like, there's just a need that's needed in the company that no one ever thought they would. And now there's a whole new pr- position, and now it's a professional. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's mad, bro. Legit, you can be a professional sleeper, all that kind of stuff these days. Like, what does that even mean, bro? Professional cuddler? Yeah, it's bro, I always get those emails for, like, oh. um, trial tests where they're, like, Come in and sleep for like thirty oh, days and pay you fourteen thousand dollars. And I'm like, yeah. well, I've contemplated them sometimes. I'm like, that's what a long I time. That's, yeah, that's a long time in my uh, like. The compensation yeah. is not that fat to yeah. let me miss out on that much of life for mm-hmm. sleep, bro. Should have done it during lockdown, though. Yeah, because no, now what? Just for them to say, damn, evidence was inconclusive. Are you all right? <laughs> right. At least let me get a status. You know what I mean? The university study. decided to drop the study. We can't pay you. Right. What do you oh, mean? Man. I just slept for 30 days. Right. I actually, um, uh, I wanted to hear what y'all wanted to say about something more chucked in the chat, actually. Um, the will one. That was interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before we wrap this up, huh? The one about the will. Yeah. Um, where is it? Did I, is it, did I Moa said, changing your will after a family issue and or having someone <laughs> interfering your life and becoming family. Oh, that's crazy. But that's I was crazy. A documentary about um, this businesswoman who was murdered and it ended up being she was murdered by her daughter because, so she's obviously wealthy, super wealthy. And yeah. previously in her will, her daughter was going to inherit everything. So millions of dollars, business, um, what's it called? Like companies and all that mm. stuff. Um, but then they had, like, their relationship was a bit strained um, for a few years leading up to what happened. And so she had come across, the mom had come across a lady who she became very close with, um, basically moved in with her and she, like, started seeing her as her second daughter. Um, and then, anyways, in the end, it came out that um, the mother was going to change the will or, like, add the lady into the will and the daughter found out. And then, oh, you know, long. and, yeah, she placed a hit on her mom and her mom ended up dying and whatever. And so it was just, yeah, it was just interesting to think like the will and things written in a will can make people do such crazy things. And yeah, I was just wondering like, how would you guys go about writing your will, I guess. And right, if like, circumstances would make you guys change, change oh, that. That's sad, bro. I was what? hoping the mom boss case, bro. I thought maybe she clutched yeah. it and then the story turned around. Ah, like she got the last laugh in the end, but nah, she that's choked. crazy. Go on. Yeah. I don't know if, if it's just me, but this conversation of, of will being happening for like with different people. I think we had that conversation already. I had a conversation. Yeah, when did we have it? Was it on the podcast last week or not? No, no, we had it with yeah, the guys the recently in the WhatsApp chat. Yeah, we had it on the group chat, and I've had it with like few individuals and so on. And I was like, oh snap! Like it's almost like in a way that's like the conversation now, which is quite interesting though. Mm. No, no, everyone's taking life serious now. <laughs> 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 I mean, it was just like. 
just to clarify, yeah, so like a will is like a legal document for when someone passes and how all of their like assets. Boy, we don't have five year olds listening to this podcast, bro. Get out of here. I'm going to get it off, bro. I like this. Wait, what? You have I was to like, let who, me know. What did he who do you think is listening to this podcast, bro? <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine it's like a little kid listening they're like oh will i thought she was talking about my classmate bro oh. even, even that yeah the guy's listening oh yeah oh, thank you now i know what it is and now i just cut now it off bro. <laughs> sorry sorry to little timmy that's listening bro my bad dog <laughs> anyway hey, to be honest i've been coming across it quite quite a lot especially at work yeah um you know people bring bring like the rigid documents of a will and so on right yeah and it's actually pretty hectic, man. I've seen some things go down, right? Mm. Like yeah. this daughter gets this, and then you know, real says, you know, this son is only gonna get ten percent, you know. And like it's actually pretty crazy, like how things just break out. I'm like, oh, mm. and some like I don't fully read it, but sometimes you know, I gotta photocopy it, you know what I'm saying, to put it into the system, right? So I'm looking through, I was like, oh snap, like this is pretty heavy. Um, you know what I'm saying? Or even the assets in this and who's getting what percentage. I'm like, oh. It is very interesting. <laughs> You're just reading it like, ah, oh, damn it, Janet, bro. What did you do to lose all of that? Bro? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking, I'm like, hey. Like, what and to Janet, I leave my slippers. Too? What? Damn. <laughs> bro, can you imagine like Janet's siblings all oh, one property each, Janet, the Corolla. Right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn. Because, yeah, that is the assumption, though, that, like, you know, whoever's writing the will is leaving their stuff to their children or, like, someone in the family. But mm. there are cases where it's, like, you're leaving mm. it for a friend or you're leaving it for the person who's caring for you if you're an elder, you know? Bro, like what? You're leaving it for your dog, Humphrey, bro. The dog? Yeah. That bro, I see these. Those billionaire documentaries about Will, whatever, and she's leaving it to her dog, yeah? <laughs> I get my blood boils when I see that. What does like, that mean? Like, so whoever will take care of the dog has all this money now and assets to spend towards the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I would, I think I would genuinely spit in someone's face if they told me that. (laughs) Like, especially if I heard they had like $3 billion and this is what they're going to do. I would not hesitate because there are children starving. Like Uh, even if he's done it, he's done it, he's done it, not the children. Like, like, bro, it not even, I'm not talking overseas, I'm talking in your own city. There are people without clothes, there are people uh, crack headed out. Like, and Humphrey's living life, bro. Bruh, filet mignon, Rick's far out. She said, My dog can only eat wagyu, wagyu, bro. A wagyu table. Nah, nah, it's not. <laughs> so, something that I do find interesting. I mean, I could be wrong, uh, but I was having a conversation with uh, with one of my friends who's Muslim, mm-hmm. and he's just mm-hmm. telling me how it works, you know, in, in that religion. So apparently, you already have a set amount of percentage in terms of where it's meant to go. Yeah, uh, I think you have. I think there's twenty five percent that's allocated to you, and you choose who, right? But that was seventy five percent is this is getting that, this is getting that. So you only have that freedom of that 25%. Interesting. Also, what's, what's the way you said? The law has a, is it is it an Iraqi thing or Arabic thing, the one that you mentioned in terms of- The, the one that we do is the Iraqi thing. So it's, I actually think it's super, super smart, especially for the context of the culture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like similar, yeah. you divide, uh, like let's say, so for example, my, my dad, cause they're going through this now with one of their things. So like his parents owned a house 
they're going to break it up between the kids, right? So they've got four, four kids in total. So each boy gets a quarter. The daughter gets an eighth and the, and the mother gets an eighth as well, right? And so it's split up equally like that. So for example, if they had um, five kids, four were boys, each boy would get a fifth and then the mother and daughter would get a 10th, you know? So, so that's how it always works. So the, essentially the daughters will always end up getting half of what the sons get, but it makes sense culturally because it's like, it is assumed you are going to marry into, as the daughter, you're going to marry a man who's going to get yeah. his equal portion that is larger than his sisters from his parents, right? And so it actually makes full sense there. Here, I don't agree, uh, or I don't disagree, but teach their own kind of thing over here. Mm. But that one I find like it actually makes really good sense to me. Mm. I never, I've, I've never thought of like the will and all that stuff. Um, and also because even just the process of doing it is because I remember in the now I remember the conversation we had in the chat. I was like, oh, I thought like here yeah, automatically like if someone does pass like it goes to like the like the wife or something like that. Um, I don't know what, if it's the same if both parents pass uh, whatever does it go automatically to the children or like what does the government do in terms that kind of stuff there but i think it does actually make sense to to also aside from like a legal thing of like um let me not let the um government take my money all the stuff i've worked for even just for clarity for your children um 100%. in terms of how because yeah i've seen that with um like yeah my mom same thing having like um because they're that um passed a hot minute ago man mm. like Bro, I don't even know how long it is. It's been now, um, like literally like thirty years or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the house that was bought for big bread then only yeah. got sold like last year or something like yeah. that, or the year before, and it's because of what was stipulated within the world that it wasn't a madness. A madness was about to go down, and people were higgy haga, you know, what I mean, greed, this, this, that was about to happen, and like you know, oh no, but we this, we deserve this. Your situation is this, but it's like. Nah, this is what the will says, and this one's gonna happen, bro. So no one's it's very smart. Anyone out. Very smart. So I think, yeah, like from that point of view of like clarity for the children's sense, and just to, yeah, for everything to be patterned when whatever happens or the the the, the circumstances that trigger the will happens, like, mm. yeah, yeah, you know, it makes sense there. I think one stipulation I would put in my will is like, for my wife and kids, is um, you cannot sell the house we live in when I pass for at least two years. Just two? Because it's a lot of people make an emotional decision in that mm. moment. And like, I don't want to live here anymore. I don't want mm. anything to do with this. And they actually end up messing up so much potential because of uh, emotional thing right there. Mm. But it's like two years is enough time for clarity to settle in and be like, yeah, like, all right, we went rented somewhere else or we purchased something different or whatever. But it's like, okay, if we still want to sell now, like, clearly you want to sell it, you know? But it's not just like an emotional thing within two we months. We never liked it anyway. Day. Yeah. <laughs> Would you right, guys... um... Oh, sorry, go. No, I think you're about to ask what I was about to ask anyway. You better ask. Oh, you, fam? I just gave it away. No, I was just going to ask, yeah. So, like, in terms of if you have a fallout, like, obviously, it's a serious situation with a... F- Fam, let's say you know you're let's say you're the parent and yeah. you have a fallout with your child like they do something that's just you know you can't come back from would you remove them from the will the petty king 
Yeah. Hey, that a fallout with. Well, I mean, let's say the situation, the fallout was like warranted. Like they did something. I don't know what. I have yeah, like know. criminal or something. Yeah, like towards you. Yes. Yeah. Criminal towards you. Yeah, like let's say your your kid approached you with like a gun or something. I tried right, to rob yeah, you. Man, you yeah, you out, bro. <laughs> I would I would leave them with enough for them to pick themselves up if they're that down bad, but I'm not giving you the sugar that everyone else gets. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, no, nah, that's fair enough. Yeah. For like if if I'm thinking where I would be at when something like this would happen, it's like you're gonna get at the same time, it's like, bro, why am I even holding grievances? Why why not just split it equally or whatever? But maybe it's a thing of like also you need to understand who's gonna be responsible and, and manage these things well. And propagate this generational wealth that you've been able to give to this gen. You want this to now kick off what they can give to the next generation. Yeah. If that, if that um <clears throat> kamikaze child that tried to rob me, yeah, is you know, like I probably wouldn't trust him with and with the same degree that I would to the child that's been by my side, kind of thing. But it's... I'm not gonna leave you down bad, you know what I'm saying? Because now my name is getting even more rubbished whilst I'm gone already. Yeah, like, it's tough. Because on one hand, like, I fully agree. Like, the logical side of me agrees with that, yeah? It's like, you weren't trustworthy as a child, you know? Yeah. But, like, in my death, I wouldn't want my kid to ever feel like... Like, you would want them to know, like, dad still loved you as yeah. much as he loved the rest of his kids. Mm-hmm. Which is... Because, Wills, you can do whatever the heck you want, in it. So you could also now put certain conditions where they are entitled to what everyone else got, but it means you have to have patterned this, patterned that, da 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Like, you have to go to rehab before you can actually... That kind of stuff. Or be clear for yeah. the... You know what I mean? But... Yeah, but damn, man, man, they trying to have no child like that, anyways, in the first place. Yeah, huh? God forbid, bro. Because that's <laughs> oh. that, that's what they do with the uh, with the show Power. Mm. Well, yeah. he killed them off, uh, and he's really said uh, his son has to go to college and get a GPA of oh, four yeah, point yeah. zero. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so now it's like he's forcing that. him to actually go, and you know, yeah, that was like that is that is quite interesting. Last that's- question. Oh no, go more. Oh no, sorry, I was just going to mention, um, I was listening, there's like a few celebrities out there who are saying that, you know, once they pass, um, they're not planning to leave like a massive inheritance for their kids. And I Jackie, yeah, Jackie Chan was one of them. And he was talking, so he's worth like 350 million or whatever, I don't know how much, but it's a lot of money. And he was sorry. saying that, um, obviously, he's going to leave his son with enough to be like, you know, comfortable and able to like, you know, sustain a average life or whatever. But he's like, if he's, if he's like in the right mind and stuff, he'll be able to make his own or else if he leaves all of the inheritance, then he's just going to be wasting his money. So that's his logic. He's like, I'd rather give him a little bit so that he can make something for himself rather than give him everything and watch him just waste it. So for him, he's like, I'm going to give it to charities, but then, you know, and a lot of celebrities are like that, which is Interesting. It's like you've worked hard and then you're just gonna like yeah. Okay, that hard. is interesting. And the Jackie Chan one is because two things. One, I heard the other celebrity I heard say this was James Bond guy, what's his name? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, he said this as well. And I was like, personally, I don't like that mentality whatsoever. Like it's just it's not for me. Don't right? like what mentality. That thing of like, I'm not gonna leave this all for my kids like that I'm going to give away 99% of my wealth or whatever. Like it doesn't make sense to me. I think with Daniel Craig's one, it's like, it sounds weird, but I think it's slightly a white mentality where it's like, 
<laughs> like it kind of comes from a place of privilege to be able to do that yeah you know what i mean of going like you know what like no you don't deserve this wealth it's like any ethnic person would be like bro <laughs> i broke my sweat and tears for this like yeah. it's I your, broke my back you know? with jackie chan's one i have a feeling i could be wrong could be somebody else but his is um because his i think his son is transgender so born as daughter um and like I feel like it's something to do with like him being homophobic towards that or transphobic or whatever the fuck. Um, so I could be totally wrong, but there's somebody from the Asian Hollywood like superstars circle that is like that. So that's where I'm like, that's a bit uncomfortable because it feels like you kind of just don't like your kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting stuff. Would you guys put your friends in Did your you ask, uh, Yeah, I was just about to ask that. <laughs> Friends? Nah, bro, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're gonna be with that, bro. Yeah. Hey, the best of the I have. Hey, if I go, like, four kids, they're alone, they're for all y'all, bro. If I, go, <laughs> if I go, like, one kid, I, maybe we can talk. It, it all depends on the level of wealth. Because, like, if I had a billion mm. dollars, yeah, bet, of course, you guys, like, friends, whatever, cousins. Yeah. Right. If I've got less than 20 million, it's still only yeah, going to be like 20 kids. million? <laughs> Whoa, what do you mean? But even if it's 20 million, bro, no one else needs to touch this. Could you say kids or just give it to the wife and then let her bro, take care of it? No, nah, because she might die at the same time, bro. Like, who knows? God forbid, but... Bro, you, you, you give your friend 500,000, we're good. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> the guy said less than 20 million. Man. I was thinking more like less than like 10 million than maybe not. Yeah. Even less than five million, then one hundred percent no. Yeah. One thing you do, I can do something. Yeah. One thing I feel like you should set up as soon as you have kids is like, who will look after my kids if something was to happen to me and my wife? Mm. Like, who look in after terms of the guardian? Out? Like setting up the actual guardian. Yeah. Because like, wait, is that something they could set up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Set that, that up. Mm. Isn't that what like got uh, for? Godparents is unofficial though. Godparents normally is in like a Catholic setting where it's like the first person to carry you after your baptism. Mm, Yeah, that one, that one ain't official than that. But it's like actual guardianship. Um, or there's another word for it. Um, but yeah, like that's set out legally. Like, like what's that movie we watched? What's that movie, fam? With the kids and that, like the parents died, and then like the the neighbors from the house that they used oh, to live in. Oh, glass house or something. I don't glass know. house or something. Yeah, and then there was a setup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, so obviously setting that up beforehand, talking to the guardian, and so on, and be like, "Yo, you have to do this when this happens." Yeah. Hey, is, is imagine like your friend. Mm, I wonder if you have to get consent from the guy, but imagine your friend set you up as the the guy for the kids. You got whack ass, whack ass kids, bro. bro I don't <laughs> like these kids. <laughs> no, 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 but you would have to accept though, wouldn't you? Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, imagine like it's it's a thing of like, you can just like, bro, you literally, yeah, you just, I mean, it, even if it wasn't, at the end of the day, it's like they would be put into the system. But, but then, um, yeah, yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, hey, but yeah, imagine, imagine that. Protection. Like, now, no child protection, but you can you imagine like someone knocking your door and then like three kids screaming? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, these are yours now. You're like, yeah, these are yours now, dog. <laughs> Bro, you never got along with the kids while the parents were here as well. Oh, a long day. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the, the situation where I actually find a little bit, like, not a little bit, like, a lot 
unfair. And I've seen this happen a few times. It's like when someone has like, you know, kids. Yeah, because I know this person has got like five kids or something like that. And they just kind of like the rails and started doing things and so on. Um, and now her mom is stuck with the with like with the kids now. So now which means that and then her mom already got like her own kids as well. So yeah, there's yeah. like there's like eight kids living in the house, but because it's like who's gonna take care of the of, of my grandkids? Low key, yeah. like if my child had had kids and just left the kids, who's gonna take care of them if it's not me? Because yeah. um, her husband is not here, and so on, so on. So technically, she's the only person before they take them to like child That's protection and so on, so on. And then it's like, yo, that means that she kind of had to give up some things that she's doing in order for her to become like a full full time mother you know what i'm saying like mm. primary school taking these kids to primary school high school doing this doing that you know I was so, like, so wow, the crazy part is, that is crazy so part because like your child has had their children right so the kids that you currently have are probably closer to being now getting their independence and moving on but now yeah. you've had to yeah. get the younger children of your the child you know what ones, i mean like yeah. really starting off again you're like getting, yeah because you're not even getting teenagers. That's the thing. If you're getting teenagers mm. and 18 year olds and so on, maybe because they can kind of take care of themselves. But mm. she was getting a lot of like three, four, five, um, eight. You know, what I mean that that's kind yeah. of the age group. Yeah, yeah. God forbid it happened, but like it would be a very surreal and like quite a not an honor, but like it is like oh. if your friend or something like it's a. Bro, this is the life and breath of a friend that I've had memories with. It's like, bro, yeah, man. Like, I can't can't let this child go anywhere else. Like, sounds mad, but it's like your friend or sibling or whatever is entrusting you with their lineage. Literally, bro. That's crazy. Like, wow. I would love that kid, bro. Yeah, bro. Damn. No way you guys would adopt a child and love it more than your own dad's crazy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It looks bad. Yeah, it's mad. Uh, yeah. What anyway, say, man? good episode, man. Hopefully we shoot in person soon. Mm. Yeah. yeah, man. Yes. All right. Thank you for joining us for another episode ah. of the Disruption Podcast. We appreciate... Uh, do you want to talk something? No, I'm just tired, bro. I just realized, like, we're still locked up, bro. But it yeah, just, it just hit me again. That as- <laughs> 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 no, thank you for joining us for another episode. We appreciate you for still tuning in. Um, Hopefully, yeah, soon we can get shooting in person, um, giving we are media personalities right now. Um, and there are studio. excuses for that. Yeah. Yeah, creative studio. studios, bro. Come yeah, on. that's it. Um, but yeah, subscribe, comment, like, do the whole thing, share it around with somebody, and we'll catch you guys next week. Episode 111. Well, 111. Oh my god. Mercury's in retrograde. One low. Shut up. This guy's on that. Oh, it's 4.44 right now. And I'm, nah, anyways, let me stop. Remember how everybody used to do that? 11 11 11. Make a wish, bro. Okay. They do 11 11 and then they do like a lap. He uh, knows. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> 11 11. 11 11. Hey, shut up, bro. This is part two, guys. What are we talking about? Let's get out of here, man. <laughs>